0: Well, hey guys, I am just so glad that I was able to uh, do this uh, short vlog for you. And, um, you know, when I was asked to share on this platform for, for, for the guys or for the men, my, my mind automatically jumped to, um, to a lot of familiar subjects that a lot of us would be familiar with, like, you know, like strength and strong and power and courage and leadership and all those all those familiar things that a lot of us are, that have been used to right and so that that would be like an admirable quality that a lot of men would recognize nowadays and so i began to think you know that what am i going to share on and i'm sure that a lot of these other guys had probably shared on a lot of these topics and uh and how to be a strong man and how to be courageous and and so my mind was going in that direction but i always i really felt that god was was pulling me back to the idea of weakness and so then i thought Weakness. You know why? Why on earth would I want to talk about weakness when it comes to when it comes to men? You know that that's not exactly a uh, a manly quality when we think about weakness. But as as I was preparing this uh, this topic here, uh, I, I was I was drawn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter twelve, and I'll read it on. i read it later on. But you know the Apostle Paul had uh, had had an encounter with some of these people. Uh, at at that, at that, uh, in the church in Corinth. And, um, you know, he had, he had to, he had to almost correct a few things. And so there were some problems, there were some issues that he had come in contact with. And, you know, you know, if you've, if you've, if you studied out the, the the church in Corinth, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of educated people, you know, they had it made, you know, it was almost like the, um, it was almost like the New York City or the Los Angeles or, the Las Vegas of the united states and um and so these guys this is where everybody wanted to be almost, and so you had to be on top of your game you had to be you had to have those 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 strong and those those strong qualities and that strength about you but again, you know I'm sure most of you have probably read this many times, and um you know there were some things you know that paul he presented himself in such a way that that didn't exactly that didn't really seem very admirable or something very attractive about Paul. And so, so he said, you know, this, he, he started talking about this, about this thorn in the flesh, which I won't spend time on because there's been so much debate on that subject alone about, you know, what exactly was the thorn in the flesh. And, but, but Paul had asked God, he says, can, can this thorn be taken, this thorn in the flesh, can it be, can it be taken away, God? Can it be removed? But God's answer was very simple. He said to him, "My grace is always and I'm reading from the uh, from the passion translation he says, My grace is always more than enough for you and that's exactly what I, what I'm going to be talking about here um, if I were to put a if I were to put a title on this on this vlog uh, for you, it would probably be a theology of weakness. but God says, My grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its Full expression through your weakness. I love that. Let me read that again. My power finds its full expression through your weakness. So here, Paul, he begins to think about it for a moment. He begins to ponder and he says, Okay, God, great. So then from then, from from from, from now until then, I will begin to, I will just celebrate my weaknesses. So what, what kind of man actually does that? I will celebrate my weaknesses. You see, that doesn't really sound a whole lot of, that That really doesn't sound really attractive to most men today. He says, for when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of God living in me. That's, That's so amazing. So I'm not defeated by weakness, Paul said, but I am delighted for when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution, because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger, for my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. You see, in our Western world, and especially in North America, and even in our 21st century mindset, this, this, this would almost seem foreign to, to, to yourself and even to me as I was reading this. And like, what is what, is it, what exactly is so attractive about weakness? And Paul explains that so clearly for us here. Because again, you know, like the people of Corinth, they, they were embracing weakness and perfection. Embracing weakness and perfection was not on their radar screen when developing strong qualities. And I know that, especially today, you know, and just anybody, not just for men, but anybody in, in general, it seems that we have this tendency that we're just drawn to successful people. To vibrant celebrities and dazzling politicians and accomplished lawyers and doctors and uh, wealthy individuals or professional athletes, because they haven't made they 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 show they 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 show, uh, they, they show uh, signs of strength and courage and you know they have they have the money and and all that stuff they have the houses and the mansions and all this stuff and so they are very they, they don't just seem like very weak weak people to us in our eyes. We are drawn to their strengths, in fact. You see, we have certainly bought into the, the world's identification of power and strength. And, and, and if I were to pull this into the category of the church itself, or even us as Christians, as Christian men, and for the church in general, we want to build uh, the biggest buildings. We want to gather the largest crowds. We want to collect even the largest budgets. How or why? So that it, because it demonstrates power and success, and it's attractive to people when they see the big building, when they see the large crowds and in large numbers. But that wasn't a, that that wasn't Paul's focus. That wasn't his goal. That wasn't his intentions. Because in, in two Corinthians twelve, Paul appeals to one thing and one thing alone. It wasn't his visions. It wasn't his revelations. It was not his success nor his gifts of the Holy Spirit but instead he was appealing to his weakness because he knew knew that in his weakness and apart from Christ, he could do nothing. Paul called it the thorn in the flesh. He said, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness. Why? So that Christ's power may rest upon me. And he said, I delight in weaknesses. Again, you know, this, this is foreign language to us today. But unfortunately, and unfortunately, the world we live in treats weakness and failure as terminal. It says you're a loser. But instead, it is God who says, This is my gift, specially crafted for you, so that you can lead out of weakness and brokenness, and not your own strength and power. See, Paul had become stronger in Christ by becoming weaker. He said, For when I am weak, then am I strong. Because to me, you know, in God's eyes, there is no such thing as heroes, only people. And for years, the Christian church has told us to discard our humanity and embrace our spirituality. Now, that might be true for so many people. But deep down inside, there is is still an element of humanity that exists within us. You know, we tell tell our men today, just be strong, you know, show strength and courage. But really, would that make us fully human? There are going to be times when you are going to be when you have to cry. There are going to be times when you have to show signs of weakness and vulnerability, and brokenness. And that's okay. It's okay not to be strong. It's okay not to, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to fail. That's all part of being a human being. That's all part of humanity. You see, we can learn learn so much from other people if we we weren't so insistent on being right all the time. Because people, when they say, you know, I'm just going to continue to being strong but yet, in, in those moments, in those moments, that's when we begin to realize that, you know, in my weakness, it is Christ's power that manifests the greatest. And of course, we don't like to make mistakes. We don't like to fail. Nobody does. I don't. But we, what we do not, what the, the thing that we do not realize, that the light shines brighter from the backdrop of our own weakness and brokenness. And I believe that this is probably our greatest gift to the world. This is how we were created. This is, this is, this is, why, this is why the church, I believe, should be a very safe environment to the world. Because we've, we ourselves have come out of hiding. And that we can be ourselves. And because we understand that this is when God's power is made perfect in weakness. So I hope that helped you out. A lot, guys, and I and I and I hope you do not misunderstand me that I'm not saying that we should be weak all the time, you know, intentionally make mistakes or failures, you know. But you know, this is again, you know, I, I this is all part of our humanity as people. And do not discard your humanity, but embrace it at the same time being a spiritual person because that's who we were created to be. So this is the theology of weakness. And again, I want to thank you for allowing me to, to share this, and I hope it helped you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again. Thank you.